Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. Welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We're the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Mm. And there you go. So it's a nice hello to you and um, hello to Kamsi, uh, you ballend. Um, <laughs> you're all right. It's just it's nice to say hello because we know he's listening every week and transcribing. So, so you got to go and go hello. Get the formalities know. out the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. And Ian Carruthers. Yeah, I hope yeah. If you want, I tell you what. Why don't you just get in touch with me and I'll send you like I'll do I'll do you a transcript. It'll save a bit of money, won't it? That you're not going to get paid. And you might be able to uh, spell chicken noises better. You might well, be able well, to. Chicken noises, hey, right, well, come on, I bet you were embarrassed having to type that out, weren't you, Mr Carruthers? Anyway, although it probably wasn't you, was it? Was it your wife or something? I have no idea. Anyway, shouldn't really be taking the piss, should I? No, it's not. It's not uh... Right, that's uh, that bellend out of the way. So, Any more bellends of the way? No, 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 no bellends. Um, just him, he's done with. The rest of it, this week, yeah, we've been out. We've been out to a screening of Deadpool. Yep. And we uh, we got a magazine out the way. Indeed, the magazine's gone to print, and we're going to talk about Deadpool in the later part of the show. So if you stay with us, you'll yeah. find out what we think about it. We're going mm. to talk about a lot of things tonight, and there's a lot going on, really. Boom, yeah. and, and uh, a little bit of know, news here and there. Yeah, and, and spoiler boy, oh, yeah, it might be on form. He might ruin. You something never know. Else. He might just drop another bombshell towards the yeah. end of the show. Deadpool's got a foul mouth. Oh shit. Yeah, shouldn't no, have said that one. Does. Nobody, nobody would have guessed yeah, that. He talks to the camera and everything, doesn't he? He wears a mask. That's a spoiler. Wow, unbelievable! Eh? So, what's everybody been up to out there? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think they've. Uh, do you think they're seeing it as well? I think a lot of people have seen it. Do you reckon? Cinema was quite full, wasn't it? I thought so. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's quite, quite healthy. healthy. It's quite healthy though, that isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it opens till tomorrow. Yeah, in, uh, in the states, That's or right. maybe Friday. Oh well, which is uh, which is good again because but, uh, it's it's normally the. Uh... Well, we'll we'll tell you what we think of it 
later on because yeah, hang around. Obviously, it's a much awaited movie for a lot of people, and, and it's on people... the it's on the cover of our latest magazine, which is still available. Indeed, a very cheeky cheeky pose in yeah, more ways than yeah. one. I thought, yeah, see what I mean. So, lots going on for starters. Yeah, I've I've got a book that I'm going to talk about a little bit later that came through for review. It, it came with something, didn't it? No, it, it came like... it came with a a DVD yeah. and a load of merch. Yeah, because for a movie for... that we possibly shouldn't mention, or should we? Yeah, well, probably shouldn't because I can't actually remember what it was now. Well, there you go. But we got holy water. We got right. some holy water, some cards. Yeah, with this... some priests and things were they, were they priest bollocks. trading cards or something yeah they? yeah yeah you know you know what i mean what the, what are they who's making them where where's the factory that people are employed making them but bit, the, i was disappointed it didn't have the real uh cross of christ on oh look the the bit that got me was the the holy water and this is genuine apparently you can buy this from catholic shops and stuff yeah, yeah. and and it's a a little bottle of vial you call it a vial but it's in little Very tiny vile. oil yeah it's vile. I tried to drink it. Yeah, in a little see-through bit of fabric, and on, and it's got a little cross embossed onto the uh, bottle. Look, they look nice. Quite a little. Yeah, trinkets, but, but, but it's bollocks, and it's tap water. It it's tap it water. It's just tap water. It's you not probably, even I don't even want to know how much morons are paying for that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it, yes. How it's... much are you paying for one of them? Mental. And what are you doing with it anyway? What do you need it for at home? Yeah, what do you need that in for it, at home anyway? They said, so they sent us that. And then there's a book, and it's got Exorcism by Eugene Morey. And it's a an, an, uh, subtitle, How to Clear at a Distance a Spirit-Possessed Person. So there's some stuff in it that you would find unbelievable. Because I started reading it thinking it would be, you know... I don't know what I thought. I thought. Is it tongue in cheek or is it just a very? It's a, a little look at it. Um, but looking at it, I would expect a book like this to look at the subject matter like um, this is what some people think is going on. Yeah. This is how some priests perform exorcisms. Blah blah blah. Like no, the unexplained. Yeah. This magazine. is this is not. This is extremely factual. It's written like a Haynes manual. Yes, yeah, a how-to book. Yeah, it literally is. And and that but. My point, this, you can't have a how-to on something that's extremely debatable. That's yeah. like how to speak to an alien when he arrives. You know, it's like nobody knows. These people might believe in exorcisms, but there's no way that it's an established fact beyond any doubt no. at all. But and this also, book, it's, it's quite dangerous. It's like a how-to-do brain surgery. Well, we'll we'll get into this later because, uh, yeah, this book, as I say, it's it's a serious problem. I couldn't believe it. I'm reading it. Well, I was reading it out to you, and I just kept... Get, get, you were trying to get on with some work and go, have you heard this? Have you heard this? <laughs> and... And there's some, if you are weak-minded and you read this... And if they listen to us, chances are they... Probably, oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel, I feel, the only weak-minded bit is they've stayed listening to this show. Yeah, that, they, <laughs> the thing is, them. Yeah, th- this book is would, would literally have you terrified of doing some very important things. And I'm, that's all I'm going to say. We'll have a chat of that later. But, um, yeah, because got... some, someone's moved the uh, QI book, haven't they? No, they haven't. Oh, I have found you, have it. You, oh, what is, I, I found it. It's cool. lying around. No, I found it. This QI, one, two, three, four, facts to leave you speechless. Like, random one. Boom. There we go. Yeah. Right. How do you spell that? He's going to have, have trouble Have you seen this? In 2007, eight-year-old twin boys from Ohio 
invented wedgie-proof underpants. There you go. There you go. There's your fact for this. We one. needed them at school. I didn't. That that really, really didn't happen to me. I oh. watched it happen to some people. You probably did it, didn't you? No, 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 no. I was very anti-bullying. I just um, let's let's just say that. I yeah I, I didn't have victim tattooed on my forehead you know wedging wasn't really a, a yeah, British thing but was it it's, no it's not it's not you stick it, it, no we used to I you well, used to just get a punch around the face and that was about it you got your head stuck down the toilet I never had that either, oh I've so. seen it happen I've seen it happen yeah. it's hideous then you put a load of soap in the hair and send them home to the parents so they pull them out of school it's that sort of nonsense that goes on and the game British Bulldog yeah that was just mm. organised violence. It's all right, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun. Anyway, so it's one of them weeks. What what do we start on? Well, I think we'll start on with the usual. Uh, we've we've introduced ourselves, so please email in yeah. uh, studio at fabradiointernational.com or Twitter, which is starburst underscore mag. Yes, and now can we just? Right, I tell you what, let's let's um, let's flog the latest issue of the Mac yep. a little bit because we it's just finished it's just gone off but that's the next one boom and the, the one on sale at the moment Deadpool on the cover mm-hmm. there's loads of uh, great features there's previews of films that are coming out but you've got to buy it to find out what's in it and it's, it's great you say that like these previews of films coming out I would hope so it's a movie Mac I know and there's reviews like it'd be a bit and... crap if there weren't anything in it wouldn't they well it's it's jam packed is it jam packed jam packed I don't know how it's all I don't know how we fit it all in I know we have to crazy we have to really sort of shoe on a lot mental of stuff mental isn't it so it certainly is yeah so on 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 uh, the issue uh, can we give him a teaser what what the cover will be for, for the next 22 one. Um, it's a duo. It, yeah. I like Morecambe and Wise, yeah, it's but li- they don't get on as well. Yeah, it's, uh, a bit like uh, Cannon and Ball then. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Or oh, did you see a pic? I didn't, did they not get on Cannon and Ball? No, well, that was their, their act when he... Oh, always... yeah, yeah, oh, no, I thought you knew a bit behind the scenes. I know they didn't, they, they, they can't run a limited company, I know that. Um, <laughs> seven because... times, seven times they got a co- company liquidated and they both got banned. They Not only did they get banned, their wives got banned as well, so they've been doing that old trick. Oh, so I've heard as a director of this one now, but, you know, uh, yeah, not great. Is that because of uh, the boys in blue? Yeah, well, I don't think the residuals on that are sorting no. everybody's pension out. Somewhere. You know that was directed by Val Guest, wonderful Hammer director. Yeah, uh, I try to forget that. But do you know what? It's got a charm to it. When yeah. you actually catch it, it's a bit. It's a very it's, British film. It's a remake of the Will Hay film. Yeah. So I've got a question for you lot out there who, who are, uh, shall we say, people of a certain age that are listening to this show. I would think it only applies to you. Have you been to see the Dad's Army movie? Because I saw all the reviews and they were sort of wishy-washy. Some of them were saying, oh, it's terrible, it's the worst thing ever, worst thing ever. And some were going, no, it's, all, it's, not quite, it's quite all right. But, a bit, it, but all of them seem to say it's a bit weird watching it because they kind of like the characters they're not quite and it's like listening to some or watching some a little bit out of focus it's not quite on the beat and I've, what I've, I've seen reviews that are one one star out of five and I've seen four out of five and that's you know pretty strong movie you know I don't know what to think so if anybody's seen it you can help me in him because we were busy get started making sure there was an issue for 22 so we've not yeah. got to see that one so but but 
we had we sacrificed we could have been to see we could have gone and seen that today but we we went and sort of deadpool out so we could tell you what it's like yeah we 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 lowered our standards did you know dad's army was there calling us seriously um i couldn't believe you know what what i couldn't believe it right we're going into cinema to see to see this and it doesn't matter whether it's a press screening or not or whatever they they it doesn't matter whether you've paid to go in, you've a pet press screening, whatever it is. There's a little thing, and it varies between cinema, of if they sell it, I don't think they like you bringing it in, like your own <laughs> popcorn, like your own drinks, like your own stuff. So so here we go, Phil's with us, and we're deciding, and, and Phil's been, God, he's been on your show, yeah, he's Phil. been like your co-presenter on, on, on yeah. It's Only Rock and Roll he on has, Tuesday yeah. nights. He helps us out now and again. Yeah, he dropped the C word though, didn't he? he? Did, I've he... never even done that. On, I, know. I, I, I don't know if anyone's been a long time listener, you know I've never dropped that word, right? I've dropped the F bomb, and you know. A lot of other ones. But yeah, but I've not I've not come out with that. Ironically, just before that, and, and, off air he'd said, can I swear? I went, not really. <laughs> and and that's not really, is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mentioned one of these words at the beginning of the show. The guy who, who, mm. who who's who's doing the legals, you know, he's a bit. He's one of these, but I I just don't come out with it. No. And yeah, what what can I say? The, so you're very careful not to take the Mickey. And if they, you know, bring in your own hot dog or bring in your own popcorn, bring in, you know, even your Swiss. I don't know <laughs> where to get a load of hot dogs yeah. from home. So, so he goes, oh, <laughs> where, set. yeah, where's the nearest place? We've got 10 minutes to go. So he wanders around the corner, comes back in, in the most transparent shopping bag you could possibly see. And it's Bold just him. got, it's got every product that they sell in it. And I mean, it just looks like he's done a week's shopping. He's got, he's got popcorn. He's got sweets. He's got drink. He's got everything that they sell. And I'm, and I'm going, what are you going to do? So he had to smuggle it in under his, in, under his coat. This is effing ridiculous, mm. isn't it? But he did, I, and, and when I pointed it out to him, though, he did see the, what I'm getting at. Yeah, but he didn't realise at the time. But it looks terrible. I've never seen anybody walk into a cinema with a, bag of shopping because it's not just a bag of shopping it's a bag of their products it's got everything he even bought he even bought the same sweets that they're selling in the in the cinema he bought the bloody what is it Whisper the the, the Whisper block thing yeah 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 yeah. it's the same stuff I'm not saying anything I got him get me a uh, bag of bag of um, (laughs) bag of wine gums but never mind eh? (laughs) So that was our experience. If we're going to go down, we'll go down together. Indeed, that's what I thought. You know, they won't throw us out. No chance. Yeah, don't they know who we are? So yeah. So I'm looking for some feedback on that tonight. And yeah, what's the what's else? the worst thing you've smuggled into the cinema? Yeah, indeed, budges. <laughs> See, People that's where we should even have had. Know what I mean. They should have had Chris on here for that one, shouldn't they? Oh, God. He could have told us his cinema stories again. Oh, dear me. It's, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's, yeah. What can I say? So, any any of you lot got anything to talk about, email in studio at fabradiointernational.com and, you know, get on Twitter. Yeah, we've had a couple of tweets already. Oh, go on. What's going on? Uh, Demonics uh, alerted us to that Roy Batty. Is on LinkedIn. There you go. What do you mean, Roy Batty? I've not clicked it yet, but he's a character. Yeah, but maybe it's off, the real one. He's a character off, off, off a film. So yeah. he's not. He's not on LinkedIn. Do you mean the the actor Rutger Hauer? No, no. He says Roy Batty. I'm going to click. Well, it in who a bit. is Roy? Who? What does that mean? 
It might be somebody who's you pretending know. to be. No. Yeah, you know, mate, that doesn't make <laughs> a lot of sense, though. That, it is. It that's is. ridiculous. They've someone's done a LinkedIn profile for him. Yeah, he's the training co- training coordinator at Tyrell Corporation. That's very funny, that, isn't it? I didn't realise people were doing fake LinkedIn. Did they not, did they not delete them? You're going to have to uh, link with him. I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to do a few. And uh, do with a few. And I don't know how how we'll get away with this one or not. Uh, Richard Robinson, I am Cosmic Soup. Hello, sir. Nice to have you on. Uh, we called wedges woggies. Woggies. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. Shouldn't shouldn't be um, sh- you shouldn't be doing it though, should you? Really? No, it's because a... and also it's a bit it's, it's, it's a, a bit, bit homoerotic. It's a bit it? fetishish. Yeah, it is. It is. Why are you interfering with it? Get some guy's boxer shorts or whatever. You know, why are you doing that for? And you do that, and and the, if they had a thong on, you'd be horrified, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I mean. So that needs to not happen. little twelve year old with a thong on. Yeah, needs to not happen. Simple as. Yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? But you know, you get you get this sometimes, don't you? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's school life is horrible. Yeah. Oh, so so the, it, it is a frat thing, isn't it? Though it's more like um, it's more American, I think. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought. I Let's thought say, so. Just nick the school money and the uh, and punch you in the face over it. That's why I like um, I like I like insights into schools and colleges in America and what they're like and the differences. It's good. That's why I enjoyed watching Scream Queens. But I mm. don't know how. Obviously, I that that's was ridiculous. quite extreme. Yeah. Of course, that's extreme. But I mean, it's Earthrat houses really sort of like that. Yeah, even. It's like rewatching Animal House in it and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I like I quite like that. You guys up for a toga party? Toga, toga. Uh, I think they like the idea of toga, toga. That was good fun, wasn't it? I'd mm. rather be in one of them than one. Of, I mean, some of these, Jesus, them, them guys. The the guy house, the, the whatever that was called, that was as bad. Yeah. I don't know if anybody, did everybody like Scream Queens? Did we even get it over here? Because I know we had them discs sent over oh, to we, us. But... We've seen it, but I don't know if it's been on, no. Yeah. I hope you've seen it somehow. Yeah. It's good. If not, we'll, yeah. you know, come and rent the discs off us yeah and what are you uh, are you all enjoying uh, Legends of Tomorrow are you enjoying the new no, series of, not, of Arrow not Legends of Tomorrow yet it's not out yet over here oh right okay well we've got American listeners yeah oh, they, they, they'll they be loving it that's why I ask you know I know, you know and, and, and some people have other ways of watching it I know but we don't encourage that no of course not don't do that don't watch it in any way other than the lawful way no so shall we have a break and then Come back and start on with a couple of bits and bobs because yeah. we've got some got some good news, haven't we? With over Star Trek, I think we should yeah, come back and talk about that. I think that one's a, a good one. Absolutely right. Back with Star Trek. Oh, David, David, Dare the Devil, a film that breathes obsession. Oh, David, it's so good. David, his was the choice to make. Would he choose her, David? Self-assured, dedicated, positive as only the young have the right to be. Now he must choose. Don't ever leave me. Dare the Devil. A film which awes the most knowledgeable. The electrifying drama of a young man's moment of truth. Which was stronger, his faith or a woman's temptation? David, David. Can this young man dare the devil? 
See Dare the Devil in Dramatic Color. A Cinar release. Rated R. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. It must be this special phenomenon. It's warping space and time. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures. The Black Hole. Must be a big spaceship. I mean, all these people. I should think it's more a habitat than a ship. Oh, aye. What are those? The doctor said it was a spatial phenomenon. Aye, a big and heavy phenomenon. What are those? By my calculations, it's also very close, uh, within an astronomical unit of where we're standing. I think it's a black hole. The remnant of an exploded star. They're small but extremely dense, so have a very strong gravitational field. So strong, even light can't escape, which means you can't ever see one, well, directly. This whole spiral arm of the galaxy is now in a mixed state. With just the slightest nudge, it will vanish in an instant. Doctor. Success and saving these people depends on a precision flight through extremely warping space-time. Can you do it? Big finish. We love stories. We don't have any other choice. Starburst Magazine, issue 421. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. Tiger Lounge, the home of all things kitsch and retro. And featured in the TV series Life on Mars. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And, yeah, we've had um, a couple of emails. And before we just have a chat about the new Star Trek show, yeah, who, who is it on Twitter talking about? Uh, Demonics. Yeah, Demonics, again. yeah, the the Yorkshire Dipper. Yeah, they've um, they've come up, they've all sort of named him now, the Manchester Pusher, which, I, I although is not as good a name as the Yorkshire Dipper, is... More accurate, yeah, because ours was a bit, you know. Yeah, that wasn't us. That was somebody else who was calling him the Orchard uh, Dipper. Then we start. I started using it because somebody else was using it, and now they've now he's officially branded. Now he's the Manchester Pusher. No, Manchester Dipper would have been better. Yeah, that would have been all right. But you see, Dave, it's all everybody's obsessed with with the 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 Ripper thing and mm. the Yorkshire Ripper, the whatever and. And there was even there was another uh, guy who was he was only blackmailing people and they were calling him the ransom ripper years ago. He's the guy <laughs> with one leg, and they just love using that. And that was it. So no, he's the Manchester pusher. So surprising. And for those of you who've, who've not been following this little um, scenario in Manchester, we have had a ridiculous amount of deaths. Uh, how many do you know? I think there's about 90, is it? Yeah, 90 like? odd. And the national average of, of people drowning in a city centre that has a canal is somewhat like 20. Yeah. And we're about four times the national average. And there is a suspect that's suspected that there is a serial killer <coughs> involved that is targeting young guys that wander down to the canal that turn out to be predominantly gay guys because. The, the canal runs through 
the the Canal Street area, the gay village in yeah. Manchester. Hence so, the name. Hence the name. So that that is it. So you've got a serial killer targeting gay young men, and they are then found the next day. They're out on the night out. Summer happens, and the next day or weeks later or whatever, they basically go missing and they turn up drowned in the canal somewhere. Mm. And everybody's saying, well, it's a serial killer. It's saying something, and the police have not said it's a serial killer and the police have said no it's not really happening it's just a coincidence and everybody else that you speak to in manchester thinks it really is happening i i watched the documentary that was that was on recently and i mean i mean to mind there is one dodgy story where the guy went missing and the parents he he sort of phoned the phone by accident phone must have phoned his parents he must have rang them and then later on he, he you know they call it bum ringing don't they where yeah. you, you put it in your pocket and you set it off and they were listening to him sort of walking and all that and then all of a sudden there's a scream and then you know the phone goes off shortly after that and then he's found or afterwards floating in in the uh in the canal and I get it. I mean that that's terrible. I mean that, mm. and and uh, I I say there's some there's something in that. I don't know about whether or not it's definitely that. I mean, did somebody actually push him in? Did he just slip and scream as he slipped? I mean, but then the phone would have been in the water, wouldn't it? And they never found so. the phone. And there's all these mysterious things going on, but. To hear people going on about, yes, the Manchester pusher is at work in Manchester, round the corner from Starburst Moonbase Alpha. Headquarters. Yep. Wow. There you go. So. Yep. Where were you on them nights? Well, you know, I don't know. Come on. Come on. I've got an alibi. I've, got, <laughs> I've carefully cross-referenced it. Um, I was doing this show on some of them, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird, though, isn't it? It's, it's weird because to think about it, because down that area where you walk down, it is quite creepy anyway. Yeah, it's not the, the most ideal place you'd go. No. If and, you're, you know... Yeah, and I'm certainly, yeah, I'm certainly not blaming anybody, but, but, I don't think I'd be hanging around there late at night on my own, and I, because I, you never know, do you? you Trouble is, pe- people make stupid decisions when they've had a drink or they've done something else, and could be someone trying to mug people, yeah. and th- these but are robberies that have gone wrong. There's, I believe you there's a lot know. of that down there as well, so. Mm. So, it's it's, yeah. it's it's no good. It's no good. Oh, Lawrence R. Harvey's retweeted. I know, I saw that. That's no, nice, yeah, isn't that's it? nice. When we're talking about what did we think of Deadpool. So, yeah, mm. I hope he's listening because he's ace. So, yeah, yeah the, um, the I don't know what more to say about it. All I can say is if you come up and you come up and meet us in Manchester anytime, then we're not going to take you for a walk down the canal. And mm. I suggest that maybe after a certain time of night that you don't wander down the canal. That's my travel advice for yeah. Manchester. And then put, we can avoid on, it. Uh, on TripAdvisor. Yeah. yeah. But. Not not tripping the Canal Advisor. However, however, it would make a nice movie, wouldn't it? Oh, God, yeah. So maybe we'll have a think about this. Yeah. And maybe I can do it before Happy Home Invaders. Yeah, we'll get Helen involved. And... Yeah. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> get it done. No, I tell you. it's a, That's the thing. I just put... But yeah, you could do this because no, no one's bothered, and I could just tell everybody. I could tell the real story of what's going on, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of sinister camera angles. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. That's it. And just, oh, do I just do it where there's no resolution at the end? It's still left ah with a question mark. Yeah, and then, uh, but that leaves it open for a sequel. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah we do that then. This isn't funny. People are dying though. Yeah, that's I don't not know why funny. we're taking the piss out of this, really, because uh, it's not funny. No. 
<laughs> but there you go. There's a Manchester pusher for you. Yeah. On to Star Trek. Yeah. New Star Trek show was announced a while ago, and I was very happy to hear about that because to me, I like the Star Trek movie. I like JJ's original. Hated the follow-up. It was everything that I was worried the original was going to be. And I'm not that excited about it anymore because that one really, really did my head in. I mm. uh, didn't like it. And this, this new one doesn't look particularly brilliant, does well, it? Well, no, not if they're destroying the Enterprise again and then dumping them on a planet. And not that. It's just so... It's like a massive theme park ride, what I keep going on about. It's not... You're not getting time to find out about the characters. You're not getting time to explore the stories. You're not getting time to do anything creative, really. You just—it's all wham bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, it's—it's yeah. it's just bang explosions and and people lurching from one side of the screen to another and running down corridors and and big lens flare explosions and yeah. and all and the that. Enterprise exploding. Well, the, en- the, the Enterprise. Every time, this is what gets me with this version, the movie version. I didn't mind it in the first one because I thought, oh, well, the visuals are a bit different and they're ramping it up a bit and they're doing that. But in the second one, it got the shit blown out of it so many times. Every time someone launched a torpedo, holes were being ripped into the thing and all that. And, and I'm like, has it got shields? Mm. Has it got shields, this ship? I mean, every time it's fired on, it, it blew, I mean, there was one where there was a chase. They're chasing through the warp field or whatever because they do, when it goes to warp now, it's almost uh, nausea-inducing, isn't yeah. it? Now, I mean, it's, it's gone beyond just the oh, we're at warp speed. It's like oh, bang, zoom, zoom bloody visuals, streaky lines everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just Jesus, it's terrible. And then, so what you get is effectively a nauseating experience, and then equally they're able to chase you now. Mm. And the, in that film, another ship was chasing them and they hit them in the side. Massive explosion. And about 200 people disappeared out of a hole in the side of the ship. Do you remember that bit? Yeah, and, they're all yeah. dis- and they're all dead. So it's like every single time it, anything fires at it, it gets the absolute crap blown out of it. And to me, it's like, shit, this is, this is like, it's that vulnerable that yeah. it's, it's just... You're worried you won't even get from one end of the film to the next. And with the next one, they're just blowing the ship up anyway at the beginning. So to me, I like it. It's a theme park ride. I mean, if they do the third one and it's fun and they'll watch it, that's great. But that's that version of Star Trek. But it's on TV where it's hit the high notes, the best parts of of it. The... Deep Space Nine was the best Star Trek series. It had an overarc that that went on all the way to the end of the seventh season. You got rewarded for persevering with the characters. You got other characters that were introduced that weren't even the main cast that were more interesting than the main cast. The Mirror Universe was paid a big part in it. And those characters were really interesting versions of the main characters that like there. It was great. And that's to say... Everything about that to me was wonderful. You know, I'd, I'd, some people moan at Voyager, but that had some classic episodes. Even Enterprise did. But yeah, it was at its peak when deep, um, Star Trek: The Next Generation was, you know, into its fifth series, its sixth season. Then Deep Space Nine started, and you had both of them on. And then there was that—that that was the golden age of of the modern Star Trek. That it, mm. it was fantastic. So when I hear that this is going to go back to TV. There's a bit of me thinking, right, so are they going to get one of, of J.J.'s cronies or somebody yeah. that, that is part of his camp to go? In which case, 
um, you would then probably be looking at it being set in the universe of these movies because yeah. that's on a different timeline. Hence, you've got a new Kirk, new Spock, blah, 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 which still doesn't explain why they recognise each other. No. Um, that, the old Spock comes along and goes, oh, James T. Kirk, and, and he doesn't say, how come you look nothing like William Shatner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it was great news for me when I heard who it was for two reasons. Brian, Brian Fuller has just come off one of my favourite ever TV shows and if you like horror and you like um, horror on movies or TV and you like a good story or you're a fan of the Hannibal Lecter uh, in the movies uh, his version of this Hannibal told the story of the Red Dragon and and all the others the prequel Hannibal Rising Mm. and all the rest he told everything except for the Clory Stalin stuff, yeah. Stalin's of the Lambs, it stopped short of that. Um, they were trying to get the rights to it, and they couldn't afford to get the rights to it. And the, in fairness, it was kept going, even with ratings uh, sinking. Um, amazing performances. Every single person in it, and it's the most beautifully shot horror TV show I've ever seen. I've never seen anything shot better than this programme. And it doesn't slow up the narrative by no. by you know there's a lot of haunting imagery but it's not lingering on it for a long 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 time and boring you to death i mean there were a lot of visuals that went on for a bit but they were beautiful to look at i oh, mean the, the food preparation was amazing the food prep made and you me knew it, it made me hungry but yeah no it made me hungry when i'm watching it because i'm like oh my god that's nice and all the different culinary stuff and the fact that each episode was named in food terms and yeah, then, yeah yeah and then we went on to the, you know, we got three amazing seasons that told that uh, it told the book Hannibal that story. It told Hannibal Rising. It told the uh, Red Dragon, and it it was great, great, great show. The characters were great. They were played better. He is the definitive. Um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen is the yeah. definitive Hannibal Lecter to me. So that was great. So then when I heard that uh, the guy who did that is going to be the showrunner. I thought, yeah, this this has now suddenly got amazing potential yeah. because also before he went on to Hannibal, he cut his teeth in writing for TV on Deep Space Nine and and the other Star Trek series. Yeah. So you have got a guy who's got an encyclopedic memory of Star Trek, who's already written some of the best episodes of Star Trek, really mm. good episodes like Empok North. Or, Deep Space Nine, where they found the other the the other sister station of, of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Brilliant story. He did that. He brought a lot of stuff to the to the table. So the fact he's coming on board is incredible. And then you uh, you get you then can only think that he's going to be. He's a fan of it. He loves Jerry Gene Rodenberry. Jerry Rodenberry. Yeah, that's then. His, uh, Gene, Gene Rodenberry's uh, vision. He loves the show. He's been with it. Not just. He's not obsessed with the original series like JJ. He's obsessed with the the, the new. He was part of yeah. crafting Star Trek: The Next Generation, Star Trek: Voyager, Deep Space Nine, my favorite one, um, Enterprise. So there, there's no now. He is. You know, he's he's said that he's very excited and he wants to do it, and he, and it's a dream come true to be doing this show. So I think he's going to be very happy. Yeah. Now, where's it going to be set is still a total mystery. Now, what he's what he's do, what he can do. Obviously, he's there's two options here. 
the timeline got changed for that Star Trek film so you could do new adventures and retell the original series in a different way. That's a different timeline. Doesn't mean that the other stuff hasn't happened. So they could easily set it after Deep Space Nine and um, Voyager and Next Generation a few years on. Will they get a brand new Enterprise or is it another ship? Is it a space station? Is it whatever? I don't know. But I hope they set it in the TV Star Trek universe as a continuation on forward in time after those shows. And I hope they have that there. And I hope that then we can have the movies that are their own beast. And then you can have the TV show. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of fans of Jean-Luc Picard, of, yep. of Benjamin Sisko, of all them characters that were created, even Janeway. And, and, and you know, you, you can't... I think it's a mistake to wipe out hundreds and hundreds of hours of TV yeah. just to, to be in sync with four hours of a, t- of a movie series. Yeah. Do you see... You know yeah, what I mean, yeah. don't you? I mean, you've got four hours of mythology with the new with the new Star yeah. Trek. Four hours, that's all you've got. With the TV show, you could do something absolutely original that you've got all oh, 200 and odd, God knows how many hours. You're talking about seven seasons yeah. of three shows at 24 episodes a season plus four seasons of uh, Enterprise. 24 episodes. Yeah, This wasn't your 12-episode um, era. This, no, no. This, this was back in the day. And whether this will be 12 episodes or a full one with it being CBS, yeah, we'll it's see. probably going to be 20 episodes. Well, it? they're doing it through their uh, app first, ain't they? They've, yeah, got, they are, a, they've yeah. got this app thing that they're starting up. And this so, you is think be... that'll affect its uh, success? Uh, it depends. They're obviously going to they're going to move it onto uh, the normal network soon afterwards, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're launching it on this app. Well, I hope it works out. Um, I, there is a demand for Star Trek on TV. Uh, I kind of say it's been away long enough now, as yeah. well. You've been. I don't. When was the last episode of Enterprise? It's over a decade. Yeah. On it. So yeah, that's all I've got to say. And on people it. have it got really used to now watching yeah. uh, serialized TV shows yeah, again. Absolutely. So I'm. I hope it comes back. I hope it's got a mythology to it. I hope it's got um, a nice story arc going on because we give enough story out led TV. Deep Space Nine was groundbreaking for that. It told. It took seven years to tell the story. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, and all you had. But even though I loved Next Gen and it did move forward and evolve, the characters were the things that grew. Mm. You didn't have overall arcs that went that far. You'd have two-part stories that do different things and there wasn't much progression in the show but yeah deep space nine from start to beginning to end those characters they grew they grew everything was done progressive everybody's everybody had a personal arc and even the minor characters my favorite character in it garrick the um cardassian brilliant as a tailor but he wasn't a tailor. He was really the, one of the most dangerous people in the yeah. in the uh, from the Obsidian Order. He's like a spy, but he's been exiled, and he's there fixing trousers and doing jackets and stuff. And yeah. Cisco knew he would. Bit he like was. you. Oh yeah. What do you mean? It's gone mad now. It's uh, gone crazy. One of our writers uh, actually emailed me earlier on about this, and and Mr. Ian Robertson. Go on. And he he was saying exactly the same as you. He's really looking forward to it. He's best person for the job oh yeah and uh yeah i just i didn't think they'd be able to get him because of hannibal because he'd moved on i thought yeah, he wouldn't want to 
he wouldn't you want to go, go back, back to TV. Yeah, yeah. No. So, certainly not so, just yet. So that's it. So let us know if you what you think about that Star yep. Trek back yeah, on you're TV. You're looking forward to it again. Yeah, that's it. Um, just before we go to uh, break, I'll just make a there's a a little um, statement to make. It's it's just about uh, really Fab Radio International uh, rather than um, Starburst per se, but it's the same thing. It's sad uh, to say that one of the one of the main uh, and original presenters for Fab Radio International who joined the station when it launched uh, uh, nearly three years ago now, Andy Mack, and, and unfortunately he's passed on. Um, and he was very young, and he used to do on Saturday five till seven pm a uh, jazz show called This Is Jazz. And it was it's weird because when he first came, I didn't know about him. I didn't know who he was, and. And Paul Ripley, the station manager, just said, oh, we've got a guy, he's really, really good, very, very proficient in jazz music, wants to do a show. And I went, that's brilliant, let's let's give him a go, let's see. And I remember the first night he'd, uh, he'd met him, he'd vetted him and thought, yes, he's going to be great. I did a test, it was great. And then one night he was due to start his first show and I remember that we're all in Starburst office doing work and then the buzzer went. I looked there and there was a guy... And he had a three-piece suit on looking cool, very, very hipster, but very cool. Had a beret on, and straight away, I just went, and everybody at the same time went, ah, this, this is the jazz guy, you know, mm. without a doubt. And he, he looked super cool, but he looked like one of them. And I, and I thought, bloody hell. And, and I was expecting some pretentious guy who'd probably come in, ask me what music I was into, and then start, you know, look down his nose at me, because that's what a lot of jazz oh, yeah, aficionados yeah. do quite like that. And he was just super, super, super nice, and he was really nice. And we spent a bit of time chatting on on whenever there was a do and at the awards ceremony for Fab Radio International. He was there, great guy, absolutely brilliant. And always at the weekend, if I was working on a Saturday, he would take the time. He'd come upstairs, and it, it, about when he finishes show at seven, he'd just not come in and just and and shoot the breeze. And at the day, you know, at the end of the day, he's the only other person I knew that, that was constantly wearing three-piece suits. So you know, we had a lot in common. It was good. It was good. I was I wasn't the best dressed person in the room when he was around, and it was nice. Um, it's a shame because he's he was very young. He got brain cancer. He's just about I think he's about a year older than me. And the guy gave a lot to the station. He also did a lot of work for nothing to help the station out when it, it, there, there was no money uh, around when it was first launched and he gave us 110% and you liked him as well. Oh, Scott, he was a lovely you? bloke, lovely yeah, bloke. Every yeah. time I met him, shook his hand and he was, he was, he'd ask you how you were. He was, yeah. You know, yeah. Just one of them really nice guys. You could tell how nice he was. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is sad. It, it's very sad. Me and Paul are going to say a few words at the funeral and go on, on Friday. So it's it's one of those uh, one of them weeks. So yeah, what what can I say? Um, just before we went to the news, thought it'd be good just to say that yeah, some of us here are uh, very upset about that. Although um, still, whilst I'm upset, I'm just very very grateful for the work that he put into this station, and it is the station that allows this show to to reach its audience. And without him helping out with that original lineup, um, we would have had a much weaker station. And that that's that's it really all I've got to say I'm just very grateful for him and and very sad for his family and it's ridiculous I, this is why I hate cancer because it just it just takes I mean I know 
at certain times of your life, you're expecting maybe you're getting your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, that people start to die that are a bit older yeah. than you or whatever. But it's always a gut punch when it's somebody your own age group yeah. or whatever, and you're in, and it's the wrong time. And it's and that's why cancer is the pits. It really is. And when you see it all in the movies and all that, it all looks very dramatic and and stuff but it still doesn't do it justice when you're hit by somebody who passes away with cancer they get brain cancer or something quick yeah it can go from diagnosis to funeral within 12 weeks yeah. and, and and it's absolutely you don't even get time to prepare yourself and that's why this is particularly sad so i'm not going to get too much on a downer i'm going to go to the news now but just saying a um i don't believe in all that crap about going on somewhere else so i can only hope that i'm wrong and that there isn't uh, somewhere else and he's uh, listening to the show from above or whatever but i think that's bollocks and he isn't but i hope i hope i'm wrong and i always do when it comes to times like this so that was not really much of a uh, nice way to put it that was it but i hope you know what i mean we better go to the news and and see what's what what else is happening we'll be back soon the crypt of dark secrets penetrates beyond the darkness, where the dead do return to live again. Twisted nightmares of those who have gone beyond the grave and return possessing innocent young bodies. An unspeakable whirlpool of demonic madness and sexual possession. You pay for the whole seat, but you'll only use the edge. Crypt of dark secrets. Step beyond, if you dare. In Technicolor Rated R. Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This is Family U International. And welcome back to Stabbers Radio at Fab Radio International. There you go, got a few emails. Yay. Hey, Robert says, where is your radio station situated? Now you can fuck off, Robert. I'm not telling you where the radio station is situated because you asked in such a sinister way. I suspect that you may want to come here and give Martin a wedgie. Yeah. That's what, so no, I'll, I'm I'll, not I'll telling you. Bushes in the canal. I am definitely not telling you. And Denge is on. He says, I got chips and curry into the cinema on Hyde Road. I mean, <laughs> showcase. Well, actually, please for you doing that. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's not very good for everybody yeah. else. Kaz said, did you catch up with Gotham yet? No, I haven't quite. I am going to. However, I have. Uh, I do kind of know how the first season ends now. Um, um, so, so there you um, go. <laughs> Liam, are you looking forward to Deadpool? We've seen it and yep. we're about to discuss it. That's going to be in about 10 minutes. So that 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 answers that question. Um, back on the subject to that book that we got sent. Just I just want to just give you a couple of bits of information why I was so freaked out over this exorcism book. Yeah. So it's sent just to promote this this. Mm, I'm going to be polite and say it's not a movie that I would possibly watch. So I'm not going to name this movie, but this was part of the uh, oh we'll send you because PR companies to get free publicity they'll send you um they'll send you uh stuff like like at christmas there was an amazing thing happened i put it i think i put it on um twitter i'm not sure or facebook i think you did yeah Yeah, and it it, they sent um 
what what was it? Um, oh God, Insidious. Insidious Two, yeah. Was it? Was it Insidious Two? Yeah. yeah. And they, it was an insi- It was a, a hamper with Insidious mince pies. Yeah. Insidious. Um, yeah. You know, everything was Irish cream. Irish cream and all this stuff and crazy stuff that just didn't have anything to do with this film, but they branded them all. Yeah. You know, and Christmas that was pudding. cool. That, oh, Christmas pudding, an Insidious Christmas pudding, <laughs> and so. I'm thinking, oh, you know, that that's quite cool. But then some things come like this where this 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 film, Exorcist type film, comes and um it's got the holy water, it's got other stuff with it, and then this book and this book's here and and um, like I say, I just started briefly looking into it. I thought I'd just have a quick look, put it on the shelf, not bother with it, and then I started reading it going, You irresponsible bastards writing this <laughs> because they, it's terrible what they say. I mean like the, this book, it's, it's, it's absolutely taking it as if you know it's all real. It's yep. a fact. Here's how you deal with it. So it's a, here, here on page 91, detecting spirit possession. The following behaviour characteristics identify those persons most likely to have a spirit, a demon, possessing them. So here you go. What, this, is, this is what he says you've got to look for, right? Yeah. Strong negativity. Oh God! Deep depression, rapid mood change, uncontrolled temper. This is me, isn't it? It is. Just, this is this is me. Um, the desire, power of Christ compels yeah, you. Yeah, desire to cause self-inflicted harm. No, in fairness, that's not me. I'd, that's I'd just, rather harm the person that's yeah, causing everybody else. upsetting me. Um, violent behaviour, criminal behaviour, suicidal tendencies, or chronic illness. One or two of these together indicate a possibility of possession. Fucking hell! That's half the planet. That mm. that's that's like that you'd be, be be bloody exercising everybody in sight. And can I just say on the subject of these exorcism films, I love The Exorcist. I thought The Exorcist was a great movie. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, I wasn't keen on the second one, but I also think the third Exorcist film, especially the great. scene in the hotel, mm. in the hotel, the hospital, hospital. with mm. the angel of death scene with the nurse, is terrifying piece of cinema. Amazing. But there's been one after another after another. Give us a few. I've forgotten them. They, oh, they just the... merge into one after another after another. The Devil Inside was one, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. That's what the else recent have we one. Had? We had The Last Exorcism, which wasn't, unfortunately, The Last yeah, Exorcism. Yeah, what's The Exorcism of Mary Rose? Yeah, that, that's called that. Emily Rose, was it? Emily, yeah, we nearly said Rose Tyler then. Um, <laughs> the... They, 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 they've been one after another, after another, after another, after another. And they don't just get one. You'll get a sequel to a pikey exorcist film. Yeah. I shouldn't really use that phrase, should I? You keep telling me, but to me, that just means shonky. No, right? no, I, 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 I yeah. have used that um, in the past myself. But it is. These are dodgy rip-off sort of crap exorcist films. I'm sick of seeing them. I'm absolutely sick of seeing these films where people are twisting their heads on backwards crawling across the ceiling, people are throwing a bit of water at them and saying a load of words and then there's a bit of shit CGI and then it's all done and dusted and then there's a little bit at the end where, oh, have they really got rid of the demon or is it coming back in the second one? Well, what a load of crap What was are. that one that didn't even have an ending? It just said go to a website. The Devil Inside. Yeah, That's yeah, The that, Devil Inside. That was it, it. Actually, they had to, before it got released in everywhere else in America, that caused an utter outrage because people were getting up, storming out and demanding a refund. Of course. Because the movie didn't have an ending. It went to the end where where they're about they're they discussing what to do, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden 
a, a black screen comes up and goes, yes, you want to know more about exorcism, go to this website. Yeah. What the hell? So apparently they filmed a little bit after that before it got released in Europe. So I see. I haven't seen it because I no. couldn't be bothered when I heard that. And, 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 and I would say that nobody should bother watching any of these. Anyway, so, so this is what you get. You get this book. And it says here, he goes, it's my finding that a multiple personality condition is the same as being spirit possessed. So he's literally saying that people who are suffering from schizophrenia just yeah. have a demon on board. Yeah. They just have a demon on board. This guy, Eugene was, Morey, was it written is in the dark ages? Dick uh, to write this. And it's not. This is a new book. Yes. Yeah. This is a new book. It's, he's, uh, Does he say burn the witches in it as well? Oh, he's a reverend. Here we go. Reverend Eugene Maori. has been practicing spiritual healing since 1974. Member of the World Federation of Healing London. Society oh, well. for Physical Research London. And it is not implied that any of the other organisations endorse or accept any of the ideas expressed in this book. No shit. Yeah, yeah. No, this was written in 1988, which but it's, is it's disturbingly it's, recent it's, for me it's, to be uh, reading crap interesting. like this. He started doing it just after yeah. the Exodus came out. Oh, it's just crap, isn't it? And, and yeah. right, so we've got that. So, so basically, if you've got any of those um, things, if you're a bit depressed, mood swings, uh, you know, chronic chronic illness, that's tight. You've got a chronic illness, you get accused of having uh, yeah. a bleeding demon. Wonder now. how much he charges um, though. I think that's what it. The, yeah. Uh, bottles, oh, bottles you're going to love that. this. You're going to love this bit here. Again, so he's just said. Dual personality, without a doubt, in his opinion. No, you yeah. just, just possess. So if you, you meet someone who's literally schizophrenic, he just thinks you need to do an exorcism. The, but here, you, won't, you won't believe this. At first, the presence of a spirit is but slightly noticed by the subject as the subject gradually loses control of his thoughts and direction caused by excessive drink use of drugs or by a severe illness the invading spirit personality increasingly takes control so basically if you've got a mate and he's going through an hard time and he's just drinking a bit more he's got a bit of a drink issue maybe having a bit too much or he's a bit depressed or he says a chronic illness so even if someone's that ill that they're on tablets and they're going through an hard time he said yeah you've got to keep an eye on them that demon's yeah. taking the steering wheel isn't it what a cock this guy is. Yeah. Right, here we go. I'm not going to go on much longer with this, but this is the bit that blows my mind on page 92 of yeah. this book, right? Um, ah, this, this, the, even the title of this is deeply irresponsible to the point where this guy needs putting in, in an institution yeah. to save him writing gibberish like this. Are hospitals safe? In a hospital where many have died, we can expect to find an overabundance of earthbound spirits. When a patient has been given a general anaesthetic for a surgical operation, he may find, upon resuming consciousness, that he has one or more extra, personality on, uh, extra personalities on board. To forestall possession, a priest is often present when an operation is in progress. Some Catholic priests are aware of this phenomenon. Most Protestant ministers are not. So, so, so um, basically, if you're ill and you go to hospital, you, when they put you under, uh, it's like vacating the driving seat and some dirty demon gets, gets yeah. in your body. And, and then when you get up... a uh, that's what does this explain why some people after a, a really bad operation turn to drink or get upset and do whatever? Well, that's, that's the it. demon coming yeah, out, yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah, what a pile of crap. But but what gets me is I'm 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 not Catholic, so I'm I'm doomed. 
I'm oh, doomed, mate. We're all doomed. Because I, I can't, I can't have the Catholic. I can't have the mind. You, 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 no, he no, paints no, a picture yeah. there like there's a mind on the door. Keep the deep, no, when they're coming up, going under the knife, and they've had the general anaesthetic. Yeah, yeah. that the, he's there's a Catholic priest at the door, and the demons are all there. You know, like swinging uh, his incense. Yeah, like a scene out of Ghostbusters or something where yeah. they're all queuing up, and he's just going, "No, no, no, not tonight. Your name's not down. You're not coming in." Yeah, you know that. That's the impression that I get. So uh, last bit, a bit further on. Just, just, just absolute more, more madness from from this complete and total pair of clown shoes called uh, uh, Eugene Mori. He's saying um, at this point, he's, he's talking about how you get rid of them and how you deal with the situation. He's saying at this point, I start the process of persuading earthbound spirits that leaving's a good thing for them. I speak to them. Um, uh, I, my voice is gentle and sincere in the ritual, and then it, and and he he basically says that he has a little chat to him, and sometimes um, he, he he says, don't deal with him with kid gloves, right? And he actually says uh, under this section that how sometimes he's been able to get rid of some of these demons mm. is, and you'll love this, he finds a a spirit of a priest that's not passed over, so he goes hunting for another demon yeah. that was a priest, and then has a chat with him, and then tells him to pop in the body and have a chat with him and go, come on, you're causing a load of trouble here. Come on, I'll, I'll take you with me. It's about time we buggered off to the uh, other side. Come on. And they both leave together. Yeah. He's just they, That's factual. That's his manual that he's written, that how, how this goes he, on. He, he probably Honestly, charges more for that. Yeah. I, I, I just cannot believe. But I believe, I believe like there's this some is... priests that are used to entering the bodies. So. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's a bit dark, isn't it? That's pushing know. it a bit, a bit too dark. That's what I've heard. So, so yeah, there. Well, there we go. So that's the work of the Reverend Eugene Maury and his book Exorcism: How to Clear at a Distance a Spirit Possessed Person. He's got some cracking artwork on the cover with uh, someone scratching the head and putting their arms in the air. So don't do that either, or this guy will be it looks like a mime. You'll be, um, yeah. I, I mean, that it's terrifying to think that he's knocking about. Yeah, you know, he's 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 out and about tonight somewhere. You know, probably doing up, up Canal what, God knows what. Yeah, yeah he's well, pushing, God know what. Is he, pu- is he pushing people? That's the uh, question. Richard Robertson has just tweeted about that. Uh, yeah, he's worked with in the NHS for twenty years. Well done, sir. It's people like you that keep us going. Mm. Uh, never seen a Catholic priest anywhere near a theatre unless he's getting the op. So there you go. It's just he's talking nonsense. Oh, in oh! It's, yeah, I just love the the image that he gives you of of literally a Catholic priest at the door with all the demons lined up, all yeah. all upset because. Well, that's probably why we've all got demons because because we've not got the quota of Catholic priests. Ah, oh, do you know? I do, so it's just made, I, there is not one person that I know. Right, according to that, there is not one person that both of us know that has not is not possessed by demons. No. Literally, okay, every well, single us. thing that's mentioned. Oh, yeah, including us. Yeah, mm. you know. So there you go. So if you got any of them problems that were mentioned there, you know, you join need to the go club. And, go we're and, we're yeah, all all right. We'll all go and get a joint. Uh, we'll go and see if we can get a joint exorcism. We'll I've got a five for you say we're going to get some else then. Bloody hell. <laughs> anyway, I wonder if there is any like proper exorcist priest kicking around in the UK that we could tap up and go, listen, I've read this book and we've got a few. Yeah. We've got we some need, people. We, we need a mass one. Dear me, so that's no good. Kaz has just emailed saying that she appreciate what we said about our jazz man. Well, thanks, thanks for saying no, that. Yeah, it's and very um, sad. Jess says Ganter sucks, and I couldn't agree more. 
So what what next? What what should we go on about? Should we do um summit we summit quick and then a break yeah. and then Deadpool? Yeah, well we've got a little bit of news. Go on. We've got uh Johnny Depp signed up for the uh, Universal's remake of The Invisible Man. Oh, I can't see it myself. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of them, isn't there? You could you could be going on all night. With I know, them. I know. Um, but what, what, what do you reckon to this then? I mean, this is about the 1,000th time it's been done. Um, everything you could possibly do about an Invisible Man has probably been done and, and beyond. Um, all of these monsters and all these Universal monster movies have been done time and time and time and time again with every possible variation on it with the invisible man um, what was the uh what was the one that was quite dark the invisible man movie it in? was that one with um kevin bacon yeah that's the one uh, hollow man hollow man well hollow man to me there's just the original, then there's the Hollow Man and a few in between. That's the spectrum. Yeah, the Hollow the... Man one was when he was a bit pervy, wasn't it? Well, he, the Hollow... He did, he did the things that we probably would do if we were invisible. Well, he went and shagged a girl beyond, without a permission. Well, I would do that, but, you know... Well, he, he I, did. I was thinking more about the... Angry he about sexually the... molested... Um... Hanging around the dressing rooms, that's about sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Dear me. Dear me. Well, I'm sure some people would abuse the situation. Um, have no doubt, and that's the problem, but... That's it. Do you go down that road, road or not? And if you don't go down that road, what's he going to do? He's just going to be a guy who's got this problem. He's got to sort himself out. He's invisible. I don't want to be invisible. Woe is me. You've got another another guy with a problem. Maybe he could get an exorcist involved yeah. and sort himself out. I don't know. But at the end of the day, you've gone as far as you can with the hollow man because he, he literally was going around sexually molesting people and you can't get much darker than that, really, no. when you're invisible. And I think the problem is you? with these universal remakes is you can't sort of remake that style of film anymore. No. Because, I mean, we love them. Oh, my God, a man with bandages on. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, he's took his nose off. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. He's all can eaten you, away. Can you, can you believe a guy? Can you believe, like, that, you know, showing that to a 15-year-old well, I, I watched them when I was. It just go. It just 10 go. Or 11, oh, I loved them. Guy is he could got burns or something. Yeah, bandages. You know, he, he just it. He wouldn't even understand why that was scary at the time. No, I mean, wouldn't. but let's say them style of films don't work anymore. So they so they go for something else. They and, don't, but and I mean, then they don't work because it's all too CGI'd. And but it's but too... my problem, I tell you, say Invisible Man. It's a good, it's a cool sci-fi sort of idea. I like the one with David McCallum that was on. Oh yeah, know, the series, and, yeah. and, and, and it's cool. It's a cool sort of sci-fi thing. But um, remaking that Invisible Man that Claude Rains thirty-three is mm. not is nineteen thirty-three is not really going to work now. It's a bit daft because it's not good enough. It's not enough to scare somebody now. It's not, and, and people will just see it. I mean. You're not going to get enough people of a certain age who are going to just go and see it because it's a homage to something that no, they remember no. fondly. Like, it, the difference being, you watch The Invisible Man now, and it's there's not a scary frame in that film now. It's just been done to death. It's now going on. Atmosphere is great. Is it a good film? Of course it is. Is it relevant now? No, not really. Whereas Bride of Frankenstein mm. has still got an atmosphere. It creeps you out. Nosferatu. That's got so some things have aged better than others, and I think if you're going to start remaking stuff, you need to have a think about the time period and what's happened. And I don't, I don't see. I mean, it can't. They can't possibly remake that film. No, it's the, the, 
it's going to be. I'm, I'm going to get murdered for this. I'm, I'm sucking. I'm, I'm like destroying a, a a very famous film there, being very dismissive. But I, I think it was an important film then. Yeah, it's what I mean. Do you see what I mean? Oh God, yeah. I mean, that's to say, I, I, all these are a bit. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch. Well, just why? Why? Why are you doing it? That's the that's the question I've got. Why are you doing it? Yeah. Because it, there's there's just no bloody point, is there? No. It's uh. I mean, look, look with the uh, the Wolfman a few years ago. Everybody yeah. hated it. Yeah, absolutely. Because they tried to sort of keep the old aesthetic to it, mm. and it, you know, it didn't really work. And you know, there was moments oh, in it that you, were that, all right. That, you, 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 well, don't, you, oh God, just say it. It was it absolutely bombed. It did bump, but it's actually you know, it was it enjoyable bombed. until it got to the Teen Wolf bit at the end with uh, Anthony Hopkins. It's a, it's a tough. It's a werewolf films are are tough to do now. No, you've... and 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 I think it, to me the the yeah for starters you can't have them as a dog anymore on all fours. You've no. got to have them stood up. But my favourite is still the Howling. Them, those are my favourite werewolves. American they are, Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in London. Do you know what? I was more disappointed when it when the the werewolf manifested at the end until then not having seen it in its entirety i was like oh this is brilliant and it is an amazing film but i've got to say if oh, uh, the, the, if if a, a werewolf out of the howling was chasing me down the street or that i'd i'd be a lot more worried about the the howling werewolf because they were seven feet tall imposing yeah. man-like very very strong terrifying creations so what rocks it rob bottom on it it was yeah yeah and and uh great you know they but yeah, it's great visual effects in American Werewolf in London. The, but uh, I think the creature wasn't as scary. No, the, the the TV series Teen Wolf. Yeah, is actually quite good. Yeah, they handle that quite well. He's on his all foot, uh, on his hind legs sort of thing, but he yeah. just does a little bit on his face. Yeah, doesn't go all full on, but he's you know it's quite a nasty little series. It's uh, I just don't. I don't. But I it's an MTV know. one, so it'll be telling you what songs are on every oh, five Jesus, minutes. That that is something I am never ever gonna get my head around. Right, we'll have our last break and then we'll come back and do our our movie review of Deadpool and see what we all think about it. And I've got an email here off Polly to come back to as well. Cool. So we're all good. We're ready for our final push towards the. Uh, I was gonna say the witching hour, but it's not an hour, is it? It's, it's eleven o'clock. No. What do you call 11 o'clock? It's nothing, is it? Uh, the 11th hour. The 11th hour, indeed. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. The 21st century is when everything changes. And Gwen Cooper and is, ready. is ready. I will go first, if you don't mind. Not at all, though. And Gwen Cooper is ready. And Reese Williams is also ready. Is the kettle on? Always. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. We have been going longer than Empire or Total Film. Just saying. Embrace the Alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Fab Radio International, I nearly said then. Yeah. But I didn't. I did, actually. You did? But I did say it because I was thinking of not saying it. Yeah. You see what I mean? Star- Welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I'll try and not get it mixed up again. Um, and Andrew Pollard, Polly, has hey. emailed in. Evening, chaps. Some good chat tonight about exorcism movies and whatnot. Oh, God, exorcism movies. Seriously. Yeah, whatnot as well, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah I'm, 
I think I've got it out of my system now. But yeah, it just got to a point over the about two years ago where it was all that was arriving at the office, and they still haven't stopped. No, and 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 all it is somebody, not not just how best can put it. It's an easy, cheap way of doing a horror film. Yeah, that's all it is—a bit of makeup and a, and a few rooms. Because yeah, you don't you don't tend to go globe trotting around the world with an exorcist um, uh, going on the trail of someone, do you? They're usually in a bedroom, tied up, and and there's a load of uh, scenes and a bit of makeup and chanting, and it's just a really cheap way of people with very little talent and very little money um, putting a horror film together. And and I'm just sick of them and. Honestly, there's nothing new to bring to it. The no. the whole exorcist thing is done. It it is exercised. Yes, literally. Anyway, stepping over from one subgenre to another, random question of the night: What's your favourite slasher sequels? Sequels. Mm. Slasher sequels. Oh, actually, sleep <laughs> Halloween. Hello, ha- oh, sleepaway camp. Uh, Halloween three. Yeah, season of the witch because it it, it is a sequel to a threw, slasher. Through everything, and over. it does yeah. everything brilliantly. Yeah, it doesn't actually, you know, yeah. follow the story. Up, yeah, but it and does I, it excellent. Yeah, I didn't really, uh, I didn't, I like the scream movies, but I, I still think the first one was the best. You yeah. see, so th- it's hard to do it. But and I'm trying to think of others. Oh. Probably Friday the Thirteenth Part Two is better than the first one. Yeah, because that establishes all the proper yeah, Jason yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, So that them are the two. That, but normally, yeah, it is the first one, and then everything's rubbish. But them are the exceptions, I think. There might be a few more we can't, we've not thought of. On this, on the topic of topic of mirror characters, the stuff you were chatting about when talking Star Trek, I reckon that Mister Rice would get a massive kick out of the latest episode of the Flash. Um, the crew head over to Earth 2, leading to some great moments with alternative characters, lots of nods and winks. Again, the flash hits the mark. Right, and that's what I'm watching when I get in. Brilliant. Um, not the greatest thing take, not the greatest thing taken into a cinema, but the most random cinema extra I've heard of was a mate found who used Johnny in a screen following a Disney film. That'd be Wrexham keeping it classy. Bloody hell, following a Disney film. That's, that's dark as well. Oh, talking of dark. It's a nice uh, random... Email in, now then, now then. I used to know that Denge when he was just a child. My mate Max Clifford and I used to call him Oliver because he was the only boy who ever asked for more if you get my meaning jingle jangle the ghost of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> well, I, do, I blame you for this, Martin, because you, you, you've you made him a feature on this show. I've, I've said nothing. Yeah, bloody Jimmy, bloody Savile. I said we weren't going to mention him again, no. but he's mentioned again. Anyway, I've right. Never mentioned him. On to, on to, let's leave Jimmy Savile for a moment and um, <laughs> let's move on to Deadpool. A- another person who's not very nice. Hey, hey he doesn't do any of that, though. It, he might have done. He doesn't do any of that. He does some dodgy stuff, but, but consensual in the film. In the um, film, yeah. yeah. So, okay, who's starting? Are you starting? What are you, yeah, I've talked too much. Go on. Oh, what, have oh, you do, what did you think? Um, well, it it throws you straight in. It's great. It's good for that. Yeah. It's uh, I mean that opening, the opening credit sequence. Never seen anything like. Is it. is right in, slap bang in the middle of mm. that stuff you see in the trailer. Yeah. With and, the cars and on the motorway. And you can't. You, you, I don't want this to ruin it. No. Because it's so clever. Yeah. 
and is uh, but read it. Don't yeah. just do what. Don't do not miss the opening titles. Yeah, basically. read read the opening titles yeah. as they occur. Put because, your phone away. Yeah, you won't. And you will be very surprised when it's and it's got lovely Angel of the Morning. Yeah, but can't beat that as a theme tune. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. seriously, the the opening credits of this, the the opening of this film, grabbed you straight away. It does. It, it hits the road running. To use yeah. a cliche, absolutely, and uh, yeah, it's. I was a bit reserved, sort of like about it, thinking maybe you see too much in the trailers, all the gags, all you know. I do think they've used a lot of the gags, mm. but not, but they still tons, 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 and more, a lot of them are out you know. of the context, so you're mm. not seeing them in the same context yeah. you thought you were going to see them in. No, absolutely not. But uh, yeah, it, it still works. Yeah, even though you know the gag, some of the gags are outrageous i yeah. mean some of them they they obviously if you're familiar with the comic book you know that the character after part of him is uh origin is that he's been damaged a little bit in the head and he he thinks that he's he knows he's in a comic book and he t- he breaks the fourth wall and talks to us and tells us tells us and chats with us about what's going mm. on and he does the same via this medium and he breaks the fourth wall yeah he's, he he's in to, a film he's, yeah and he knows he's in a film and he's aware of the people that are starring it turns out in some of these films yeah, which are not Jack, spoiling Hugh jackman gets a lot of nods oh yeah and, uh, but there are other mentions that that let you know that he's very very aware of the other franchises yeah, that are popping some around. of the best gags which we won't yeah. repeat because it's it's going to spoil it for yeah. everybody but yeah some of them are to refer to yeah Things. It's incredible. Um, you think you think how do, how this how can they be getting away with this? It's so cheeky. If I describe some of the gags, you go, they can't say that in a film, but they cope with it pretty well. The cross the bit that will impress most people, I think. I think the crossover with the X Men's handled really well. Yeah. I, it's the most enjoyable thing with the X Men in that I've seen That's for quite a while. some time. <laughs> yeah, um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead was one of the big high points of the film for me. I thought she was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and there's got to be a band called that one day. Yeah, and some of the gags with her are just fantastic. She I, plays off him really well. Yeah, really well. Um, stroppy, moody teenager, and he, you know, and it's great. It's great fun. Um, the cast, not no real problems. Everything fine. Yeah, everybody's it's... fine in it. Um, the, I mean, if I said it's a bit, you are aware that they can't show the actor that's playing Colossus. Mm. So he remains in in uh, CGI form for yeah. the film, and that is the only jarring thing because everything else. They don't when, know who's going to play him next. When do they? CGI That's is why. used, mm. it's very used very well. And yeah. that is the only one where it's bang straight in your face. It is, yeah. And I'm not saying it looks bad. No, it's no. Just, it... But but you cannot get away from the fact that he's he's not really there. It's a CGI creation, and that that was it. And mm. but. As I've said, you may find they're very well aware of the limitations of that, yeah. and they make that plain at the very, very beginning of the film with another oh, yeah, cheeky yeah. gag. So, which you, again, you, do not miss. Again, just watch the credits. Watch the credits carefully, uh, and also watch at the end for the post-credit sting. Yeah, there do- is a post-credit sting that is a homage to a very famous movie, as well as being a post-credit sting. Yeah, it's brilliant. That. I, I, and and you know what? I don't think. Most of the audience got that. No, I don't think they knew what that was because not everybody's watched this particular film that it's riffing on. 
to the end. Some people just don't bother. No, yeah. I mean, there was a few people got up in this screening, you know. Yeah. People unsure, with, is there going to be one? They yeah. should know better, shouldn't yeah. they? Good grief, of course. But, they e- do. but even this plays on that gag as well, so. Yeah. So it's it's funny. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He, he also, there's a gag about the other version of Deadpool he played. Yeah. Um, there's gags also about Green Lantern. There's gag. There's it, a gag about self-aware. himself. This, it's yo, dead funny. The, he he criticises his own acting. In yeah, the... absolutely. It's absolutely outrageous, some of it. Even at the end, when these little animated credit sequences oh, are yeah, playing out. And, that and they, That's just bloody stupid. But but I, do, I just love the character. So I love this version of the character. What the do film. you think about the certificate now you've seen it? Do you know what? I, I mean, oh, I must be getting old. That that's a fifteen. I've no. There was there was a lot in there. There that was should... things being hacked off left, right, and centre. And and there was a little wiener at one point as well. Yeah, this language is just yeah. It's it's a very, it's a very violent film. It's a very violent film with bad language, explicit things going on, um, lots His of sex scenes. His roommate was fun, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was, was bloody f- hilarious. Uh, they, everybody in it was great. I liked his mate who had the bar as yeah, well. He yeah. was a great little foil for him. And I, I like the fact that he said, um, I'd love to go with you. When he was going out to yeah. danger, he went, I'd love to go with yeah, you. But, but I, I don't, don't want, want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't know. If you are a boring, pretentious dick who, who you know, I think like, I'm... loves the Nolan films and think everything that's that's not, that's all fun and whimsical about comic books, uh, I don't think you're going to enjoy it a lot of, as much. A lot of people who, who don't get comic book movies won't get this. But I also think that people who, who are a bit fed up of some of the same old, same old, same old win, rinse, wash, think, repeat are going to are going to find plenty in here. This is going to be their airplane. Yeah. This is the the airplane yeah. of, uh, of yeah. superhero movies. Yeah. But it makes sense though, yeah. because it it it's not just him dicking about for an hour and a half. No, he's, no, it, it, it he is ill. And that's why he's he's doing this yeah. because he's he's been damaged in the process, and he he does think that we're out there watching him. Yeah, he's, he's that, that's what I say. It's it's very clever. That. When it when it flips back to to do his origin story, which mm. is told in several sort of like chunks throughout yeah, the film, it does. Um, he's still a very flippant, very sort of quick-witted, very sarcastic then. So oh, yeah, yeah. He starts so, out, so he's, yeah. He's, yeah. It just heightens that part of him as well to yeah. sort of the uh, the extreme. Yeah. I just I just really like the the interplay with him and the other people in, in the yeah. film. I just, I just... He's just no respect, but it's just hilarious. It's yeah. hilariously funny. And the fact that he does keep regenerating, they play on that so well. And the... Some of the times where he's getting bones broken and stuff. Oh, and that was that they was turn it painful. Into, they turn it into such a gag, though. Yeah. And um, I just sat grinning all the way through it. I I genuinely enjoyed it. I mean, if I was going to mark it, I'd say I was expecting it to be quite good because everything I've seen about this, and I do like Ryan Reynolds. I even liked him in Blade Three, which everyone says is the worst thing ever. But I I thought he was all right as Hannibal King in that. Yeah. And. He is great, and uh, I thought I did. I was gutted with um, Wolverine, the first Wolverine X Men Origins movie, because I thought 
you've got the perfect guy to play this role and yeah, you've and gone and blown it. it. Mm. And this, I think, is the first time that someone's got it wrong, but they've used the same guy in a new version of yeah, it. Yeah, they've had the faith and yeah. they've had the, yeah. you know... And because, that, is, that is purely down to Ryan well, himself, isn't yeah. it? So. Well, usually studios go, uh, go, they'll blame the actor for yeah. and the they'll, they'll, film failing. They will go as far away from that as possible. Yeah, yeah and do it, but... But he did famously did a CGI rendition of a sequence, the sequence with, that you've all seen in yeah. the trailer with the the um, van and the attack of the guys and the fight. They they did a a trailer a promo that he sent to this Tom at um, Sony to say this I, this could be a great film, give it a go. And yeah. the guy was that impressed, he just went, okay, bang. I don't know his surname, but he's Tom something. He's one of the head guys at the time who was procuring movies. And he greenlit it and gave him a budget and said, yeah, just make it. It's brilliant. Mm. And even at the end of it, you can find it on YouTube if you go uh, Deadpool promo or you'll find it somewhere on the net. And even at the end, he goes, oh, yeah. And then he and then he goes, hi, Tom, at the end. Mm. He's even, you've got Deadpool chatting to the guy. Who, who, and that was made by Ryan Reynolds to get the film made, yeah, to get the budget. His own what, budget a, and... what a cracking story. Yeah. So... It's nice though. It's nice. It must yeah. be great for him. And I and my hope is that this isn't too clever for its own good, because there are some people will not get this. No, and it's been everywhere recently. It's mm. they, they've done little clips for, you know, there was one at the Super Bowl. Mm. They did one for testicular cancer. You know, give I you seen that give one. your What's balls a f- fumble. You know, you joke. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. You know, I'm touching myself tonight. Oh God! You see, you see, this is what I mean. It's so funny. The I like the fact that somebody wrote the. It was on social media, was it? That some parent was going, "Oh, please do a, a PG version well, yeah, of this." Film. Beforehand, yeah. everybody's saying, "Please don't make it a PG." I know because that'll lose everything about yeah. it. But the problem is, then you've got a load of kids now, like yeah. Saturday Night Fever back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They know and they like the look of Deadpool, yeah, and, and they but they're not old enough the, to watch the, a film. If like anybody's going to have to try and cut this, my God, it's going to be hard work. You're not going to get a. Uh, I mean, you, you could do the language because obviously you can't see his lips moving. Yeah, but it would be so diluted; it no. wouldn't be anything. The, you wouldn't have a film left without all the rude stuff. And you know, you'd have violence. to do it with like really colourful euphemisms and that. so. I was thinking, I mean, I mean that is, is funny because Dead, the character of Deadpool replied to this person on Twitter. Yes, and said, yeah. and said, no, basically, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was, and this is to a parent. And so you've but got... But that's totally in character. But that's what I mean. They've, they've played it so well. There was, the, what, the 12 days of Deadpool over Christmas, yeah, they yeah. culminating in the, the, the second trailer being released. And, yeah. And they've, they've, they've handled it, it really well in the... Uh, it's marketing... Um, it's marketing Midas touch this. I mean, the whoever's done this and if it fails at the box office, it's going to be a big shock. I don't think it is. I mean, I, I think, think the, America's going to be the market that's going to be the struggle. I think. Oh dear, I I hope I hope not because they didn't get Kingsman either. No, they didn't get Kingsman. That's true. Um, although we're getting a sequel to that, yeah. so there's another chance for them. Always, America sometimes does latch on to a sequel, yeah, because they've kind of heard and seen somebody who says the other one was good, yeah. and you'll get them catching up with the other as I well. I mean, hopefully, because it is a big Marvel character anyway, it's a huge Marvel character. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll help it. But just people don't realize, the, yeah. yeah, they don't realize how big. I will say this though: Marvel comics right now. 
Oh, my word. The amount of Deadpool comics that they've brought out during yeah. the last two months. No, I mean ridiculous. He's not just his own comic. He's, they've done a load of specials, and they're all over the place. They did it with Spider-Man. They you did know. it with the X-Men. No, this is this is worth, this more than I've ever seen. I mean, it, it's a shocking amount of, of, of tie-ins, and they're all totally different, totally daft. Some of them are good, but... Um, you know, and they've got a, the one that I do like. They've got Deadpool and Spidey team up comic, yeah. And the the gag is that Spider Man wants him to shut up, and that's the good, but, that's good because whenever Spidey's in with other characters, he's always wisecracking, never yeah. something. And Captain America will be going, "Hey, can, calm it down, will you?" You know. But the uh, did you ever see the the and one he's had enough the the one that was on uh, TV, the cartoon one. Um, which one? The uh, the nineties one? No, the one that was just recently on. Whether when he's goes back to school, it's got Coulson in oh, it. Oh Jesus Christ, that's unwatchable garbage. Well, that the the first series was all right. Yeah, this, I've not carried on with the second series, but but Deadpool turned up at the end of that one. Oh right, oh, God, it might be worth watching them. But I just I, what it is, I started watching it. I just seen Avengers: Earth Mightiest Mortals, which was a great animated series. Absolutely brilliant, aimed at fans of comic books, aimed at adults, not just kids. And it was really, really good. And then they decided, oh, we want it to be a bit more like the movies. So they cancelled that. They came back with another Avengers series and decided that uh, the Spider-Man series that was quite good and going somewhere, Spectacular Spider-Man, they cancelled that. And then you had the uh, this Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, mm. Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. It's yeah, not yeah, Ultimate. Right. It's no. not anything to do with the Ultimate series. And um, and you had Ultimate Spider-Man, Hulk, Agents of Smash, which I'm not watching because of the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I may, I don't care if it's great. It's called Hulk, Agents of Smash. And it's the same way that I'm not going to watch that stupid film that you mentioned last week of the um, Stretch Armstrong. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> never going to be that lame that I want to go and watch. What is it? Stretch Armstrong and the what? And the stretchomatics or whatever yeah. you would call. Flash forward two years, we'll be at IMAX. Stretch out, so I got the big screen. I'm not watching it. I'm not <laughs> going watching it. I'm not d- reviewing that. Someone else can review that. You can talk. Tell me about it. I'm not watching that. Uh, I'm not sitting through. W- Stretch Armstrong. Is it going to be a stretch getting you to see that? Oh, there'd be, be more than a stretch. I tell you, Did, you wouldn't. I don't even want to. I don't even want to mess with a toy. Never mind watch a film about it. I didn't even. I, I didn't want to play with the toy when I was the age I should have. Oh, pull the other one. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I like the dog one though. It was this little dog, and someone had the dog, and I pulled the dog. There was a Hulk one as well, wasn't there? Yeah, they're very rare. Then that's mm. the one that the Stretch King has bought all all of them. There's only like nine left because all cancer it rots and it all goes. It's hard to keep them anyway. Yeah. Why we're we talking about this again? Um, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, that that Spider-Man series, I might watch it then. That, but I I gave up because Peter Parker goes to school with some other. Uh, young superheroes and yeah. Agent Coulson's the head teacher. Oh, and Stanley's the janitor. I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I gonna eat my own. But, head but just find the Deadpool um, episodes and see how they do it. They don't do any swearing, obviously, but and he, but he is. Well, what's the point? He then? is that annoying person on for Spider? You know. Oh yeah, well, they're doing yeah. that with the comic. Like yeah, I that's, said, that's what just, reminded it's me. It's just yeah. amusing, isn't it? So I mean, with mm. me for this, I was expecting. I would have said. I was expecting eight out eight out of ten, and I I'd give it nine. I re- I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great fun, and uh, what I like about it is it's an antidote to thinking. I've seen a lot of films recently 
that have, have been quite long and, you know, they've drained a little bit. And, and as much as I love Room, and that so far is my favourite movie of the year, yeah, mm. Room, it's still, you know, it, it's emotionally quite draining. It's a, it's it's demanding of you. Um, Revenant, um, I felt exhausted after watching Revenant. You know, I don't know everybody else thinks. It's just, oh, wow, man. It's like a slogophon. I'm not saying it's boring. I just mean it's intense. It's an yeah. intensity that that if you're not in the mood for it, and I was a bit knackered when I watched that, and I was like, after I'd finished watching it, I felt like I'd, I felt like I'd been through the forest with a bear, you know. <laughs> um, so it's nice to just go there and just have a laugh. The film starts, I start laughing, and I don't stop till it finishes. Yeah, and I, I haven't laughed that much at a, an actual comedy. No, you know, uh, for a long, long time, I've not laughed this much. So I've got that. Then I've got the superhero thing. Like say, the last year, the thing that entertained me as much as this probably Ant Man. But yeah. that wasn't as funny as this. But I had no. a good humour quotient, a lot more than some of the Marvel entries. Yeah, um, lovely to see. It's like an antidote to a Chris Nolan um, oh, superhero movie. It really is. It's it's great. You know. Yeah. And and. I can't praise it enough, so I hope everybody's going to go and see it. Yeah. And I, go and see it with the right eyes. Don't go expecting anything yeah. other than you're going to get. That's popcorn it. I mean, entertainment. Oh, stolen popcorn entertainment. Uh, oh, that. What? I, I sort of went in with a little bit lower expectation because I thought I'd see most of it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably say about seven. Yeah. Uh, but it, I'm... I'm Flipping between eight and nine at the moment. Yeah, it was it's, it was so so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the, the whether it'll go either way would be the second viewing. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I can't wait to see it again. I really. I, that's I feel, it. I've that's got a feeling we've lo- we've missed so much because it is so fast with the uh, I, the gags. I am dying to see it again, and that's my biggest praise. I've always said, dude, I enjoy it. Would I see it again? Yeah. Yes, yes. Boom. I want to see it again. And will I you will buy the steel book? Again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, 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 I want this in the collection. I just throw this out there that I said before it, and I'm glad after. Glad it wasn't in 3D. Couldn't be bothered. Um, I was. I had a nice break from 3D. With I us. think actually it was so fast moving it wouldn't have really worked. No, in 3D. I I'm very happy with how it turned out. I don't think it would have gained much from it. I don't even with the intricacy of all the little fight scenes and all that. I, I think it would have made it even that more opening confusing. title sequence would have been amazing. That would have been incredible. But but yeah, only but because you would have had time to yeah adjust to the image. Yeah. But, but I'm not joking. Me and him take our word on it. Yeah, title sequence. Do not miss it. Have a good look. Have don't a good say, read. Oh, don't say, oh, I'll go in after the trailers. Yeah, don't, and... You don't want to miss the titles of this, no. and I don't say that very often. Anyway, that's... Uh, that. Oh, can you believe that? We've not even got an outro music. I know, can you believe that? <laughs> that's a mistake, that. That's a complete mistake. That. So I'm going uh, to have to try and... Um, I'm going <sighs> to have to try and uh, fix this, aren't I, now? He's, he's, well, I'm on the fly. This is terrible. He's what only training. I'm, I'm, I'm only training. No, I haven't had a technological faux pas for a, a, a little while. Oh, for while, about a week? You know. Yeah, I know for about a week, yeah. That's it. I was going to say for ages, and then I thought, no, you have actually, <laughs> um, you have actually ballsed it up, haven't you? Um, but, yeah, just just bear with me one moment. Oh, dear. And it was going so well. It was going so well. Is this going to get cut out or not? I don't know. 
Shall nah. I try and pretend to be more, uh, you know, more on top of things? Should, should we do an edit time? afterwards? It's, I was doing so well with that. was so pro, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, what do we see now? Wait a minute. Yes. There we go. There we go. So there we go. I'll pretend that yeah. now uh, <laughs> that's the music. Wow. Um, yeah. And we've had a good we've had a good show tonight. It's not been too bad, has it? No. Even though done. there's been a lot going on. And we were, I, mean, I have really enjoyed that film, just that chuff, so... Yeah. I hope that's of some relief to all of you out there because it was a relief to, to stick the boot in. Anyway, I've been Mike, he's been Martin, and we will see you next week. Radio, brought to you in association with Arrow Films.